Hello, world. Welcome to You Don't Have to Be Rude. This is starring me, the Carrie Clark. I'm just a quirky, zany, crazy Scorpio from Long Island, New York. Yes, I am a suburban kid. I just wanted to do this podcast not only for the culture, but as an outlet for me myself. I feel like I'm ready to have honest, raw, and real conversations that I feel like most of us are ready to have. I mean, I'm sure most of you are ready to engage. You know, just let me know if you are. Um, yeah, but I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to just give you guys such great topics, such, you know, big ideas. And just, you know, you know, just me. If you know me, you know me. You know, listen. So without further ado, I present to you, you don't have to be rude. Okay, y'all. So thank you and welcome. Uh, I hope y'all like my introduction. <laughs> so let's get this episode started. Today's episode, which will probably offend some of my female listeners, <laughs> is about the pick me woman. Now, the pick me woman can be said about a lot of can be said a lot of things, a lot of ways. Um, I just really wanted to talk to those women who are pick me's. And explain to you why I think that you should fall out of that uh, whole realm of being a pick-me and bigging up men and making men bigger than what you are, ladies. You're worthy. You are, you know, number one. So like I said, this is not a bash fest, but this is an honest conversation that I think that definitely needs to be had. So I want to have it. Um, a pick-me woman is basically a woman, like I said, who just bigs up men. She does things for the sake of men. She wants a man to... Feel like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. So men would be like, yeah, she, you know, she's it, that, you know, da da da, whatever, you know, she's the one. You know, but I feel like this: just be yourself. Don't try to make no man feel better. You know, don't agree with him just to agree, just so he can, you know, pick you and stuff like that. It ain't worth. It ain't worth the ladies. That's all I'm just trying to tell you. Now, what I wanted to do was review a film. That definitely shows off pick me signs and traits. Um, this is an iconic film from 2000, and it is called Love and Basketball. It is starring Sanaa Lathan and Omar Epps, and the director is Gina Prince Brightwood, who is so talented. Um, and I just want to, you know, just go a little bit into why I feel like Love and Basketball is a pick me film, a pick me woman film. Um, Love and Basketball, for those who have not seen it, is a film about uh, a family that moves in with a you know young girl. They have a young daughter. Um, they move into this California neighborhood, and they move next door uh, to this other family who already has an established uh, basketball player who's the father. You know, he has his wife, and he has his son. The son's name is Quincy. The young girl's name is Monica. Monica is a, you know, a good basketball player. She goes over to play with the boys, the boys outside playing, Quincy and his friends. And Monica happens to start beating them because Monica just, you know, she had talent. Quincy gets mad, pushes Monica, gives her a mark. All in all, within a story, um, you know, Quincy and Monica, you know, end up developing feelings. They decide to push them to the side, just be friends, whatever. Um... But as, you know, they get older, they start, you know, having feelings for each other. Uh, basically, where are we going to this to me now is now that the two have gotten to gotten with each other, they start facing adversities as adults, as young adults, because they're in college now. Um, Quincy's father ends up cheating on his mom. 
which sends him into, you know, emotional state. And unfortunately, men get super sensitive. They don't know how to, you know, basically give their feelings. They, you know, basically shut, you know, they'll shut you out if you're their woman and shut you out and just all that. I, you know, I do know this because sometimes I can get like that. Um, and basically what I basically felt like with love and basketball, because like I said, we were always taught as, you know, younger, you know, if you're a millennial, just people watch this film, you know, we were taught when we were younger, when we were first watch this film, but this is like an inspiring love story about two kids who grew up together and, you know, wanted to, you know, play basketball and just express their love within this, their, their favorite sport. It wasn't that y'all, as I look at it now, <laughs> it wasn't that, trust me. Um, I feel like when, once Quincy's father cheated on his mother, he shut down. He needed Monica to be there for him. And she said she couldn't because she had curfew and she was already on her own team and she already wasn't doing that well in her team. And uh, Quincy basically just shut her out. I felt like he treated her bad. He went on a date with another woman. You know, he was doing all the stuff inside her face. And I just felt like Monica was trying her best to show this man that she did love him and i felt like once we got towards the end of the film she was trying her best to you know win this man back by like you know playing a one-on-one -on -one game for his heart and not messing with other men and she just had to you know prove to quincy that he was the one for her now i know y'all probably be like no she was in love with him she was trying to be with to me, he treated her like shit. He treated her like trash. And she still was a pick-me. She still was trying to make sure she was appealing to Quincy. Now, she might have had a bad example because her mom was kind of a pick-me woman. Her mom was the woman who, you know, stayed at home, did chores for her father. Her mother didn't really ex ex exhibit her own dreams. So maybe that was the example Monica did set. Now, I know she did want to do things independently, but she still was doing things for this man and trying to prove herself to this man. I do feel like that was very pick-me behavior, and I feel like it's unfortunate. Um, like I said, I do feel like Love and Basketball is not a love film. Like I said, it's very pick-me, and I think that nobody should be inspired by that story. I'm telling you, it's, it's a piece of shit. Gina, your film is not a piece of shit, because I think Love and Basketball is still a good film. I think at the time, for the time it came out, the era it came out, it was great. But now looking back on it, like I said, in 2022, it was pick-me. I'm sorry, just had to say. <laughs> but I did want to go into an article about signs if you are a pick-me woman. This is from a website called curlynikki.com. Shout out to you guys over there, curlynikki.com. Um, and it basically just shows signs that exhibit that you are a pick-me woman. Now, they said that being a pick-me woman is basically shaming other women for their choices, like what they choose to wear, sexual behavior practices. Pick me specialize in regurgitating sexist double standards like dress how you want to be addressed or no man wants a woman who everybody's had. Interestingly enough, when men operate in the same fashion, they never have anything to say. Now, I do believe that's true. I think that when women tell other women how they should be dressing or, oh, you're not going to get a man or a man is going to look at you like a slut or a hoe, I think that that sends the wrong message. I think that women should be supportive. I think that they should more so be a guide, not slut shaming or judging. It's not right. And that's definitely pick me behavior because you're definitely giving a male's opinion. So you need to stop that. Secondly, attempting to make yourself more appealing for the sake of men. And as they said in this article, it's not about putting on makeup or dressing up. 
It's about broadcasting the things you do or would do in a relationship which you believe it will attract the man that you desire. Now, you know, to me, it's just about being yourself. Like, I, there's this line that Lizzo says in her song, Soulmate, that I absolutely love. I love you, Lizzo. <laughs> um, there's this line that she says, you know, they used to say to get a man, you had to know how to look. They used to say to keep a man, you had to know how to cook. Um, and I feel like those are very old school traditional values. A lot of the women back in the 50s, 60s, 70s were pick me women, unfortunately. It, it happens. Sorry. Um, but they were. They, they put their men on the pedestal. They did everything for a man. They did everything to appease a man. It, it should be like that now, ladies, in 2022. Do what you love. Love yourself. Do it. Don't do things to try to appeal and dress for the man, okay? All right? Is that simple enough? Is it not? Like, I mean, I wish I had an audience here so I can definitely just be like, you know, y'all get me audience? Y'all feel me? Ladies, y'all all right? Let me stop. Um, <laughs> but that's what I just, you know, I'm saying with that. That's that's crazy to me that you're doing stuff like that. Also, blaming feminism for the destruction of the black community. Uh, crack, poverty, racism, and slavery are all acceptable places to point the blame when we talk about what has contributed to our challenges as a people. Believing women deserve equal rights is not one of them. And that's very true. Y'all got to stop that. Y'all got to stop saying like, oh, because you're making men feel inferior. Oh, you're trying to be the man and stuff like that. Stop blaming feminism as to why the black community is this and why men are not doing certain things. These niggas are deadbeats anyway. They're not taking care of their children anyway. They're fucking everything that walks anyway when they see in sight. It has nothing to do with a woman just wanting to be independent and do her shit. Stop it. That's that's definitely pick me behavior. And if you're doing the shit and if you don't agree with me with the dumb shit, bitch, go get a book. Um, next. <laughs> I can't tell you. Unwillingness to hold men accountable for anything. Now, I have to say this. The unwillingness to hold men accountable for anything. And this article explains if a man cheats and you immediately point to what his wife did wrong, then you're hustling backwards and playing the pick me game, which is very true. What I had to say with this was well, my disappointment probably would, would pick me behavior. I'm going to go reference back to 2009 when Rihanna and Chris Brown were together. It was all happy times. And we were watching 106 in Park and we were all happy and da-da-da, whatever, you know, all that. Um, I was very disappointed by the way women reacted, the way they wanted to immediately shift blame to Rihanna as opposed to us seeing these pictures that TMZ published of, her face being beat the fuck in. I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, you know, she had all type of lumps, knots, you know, my humps. I was about to sing Black Eyed Peas and stuff. And it was crazy to me that so many Black women were ready to say, wow, you know, Rihanna probably provoked him. She probably had her hands in his face. She probably was hitting him. And that's why he beat her up. Listen, I get it. They were young, young children, you know, in a toxic relationship, shit happens. It shouldn't have happened that way, though. Him beating her physically like that and then women siding with it just to go against the other women. And then, you know, because to me, that was pick-me behavior. You're letting men know, oh, you know, listen, we know how women are. This is how women was and stuff. And then men are now like, yeah, you know, oh, she agrees. She knows that it's pick-me behavior. You're literally trying to make the man feel good. All right? You're trying to make him feel good about, you know, what's the call what he did, just trying to, you know, you know, y'all try to br brush it a bit, try to, you know, soften the blow. And it's not right. Um, I think a lot of Black women who have young sons tend to, 
be pick me sometimes as well because they have young black boys and they want to be protective of the young black boys. And I understand that. Even my mom is that way. You know, mom, and if you're if you listen to this mom, I just had to point that out to you. As I know sometimes when y'all have sons, y'all will skip over shit. Um you just have you have to hold, you know, young black men accountable. You have to make sure that they're accountable and let them know that what you're doing sometimes is not right. You know, you don't have to, they don't always have to be bigged up. I understand that we as black men go through a lot, but they have to, you know, you have to put them, you know, pull them to the fire. Don't let them know that their behavior is, you know, acceptable or susceptible just because you're trying to make them feel okay. It's not right. And I just, like I said, I felt like that whole fiasco of, oh, trying to shift the blame to the woman and said she probably provoked him out of a reaction. First of all, nobody should be provoking you to submit violence anyway. That's just, it's stupid. It's very stupid. Don't let people provoke you to violence. Don't let them blame you for that. If you fuck somebody up, a person can sue you. Don't go to the law about this dumb shit. It's not necessary. Trust me. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, so I just feel like, like I said, that was a perfect example in a perfect situation. So I was with that. Um, I just also wanted to go to speaking against your own. Now, Women who speak against their own, I always feel like it's crazy to me. I'd be like, wow. Like when they'd be like, oh my God, like, yeah, you know, what's the call? You know, this woman is this way, is she that way? And it's speaking against your own, you know, just to, you know, I guess get the attention of a man or do things with a man or whatever. That ain't right either. Speaking against your own or even women who just, you know, try to shut another woman down and stuff like that. Y'all shouldn't even be on all that. It's not necessary. It's not right. I think that Y'all got a lot to learn. And <laughs> if you speak it against your own, I'm just like, how anybody else can root for you? Because it's, it's it's pathetic. It truly is. And I just have to laugh about that. It it comes a time where we just have to, you know, say we have to be stronger for each other. And women, y'all should be stronger for each other because it's necessary. Please try your best to, you know, try to be there for each other. That's all I can say. That's all I can hope. That's what I hope y'all do. You know, I can't really, you know. But yeah, that's that's all I really say with that. Um, also, I would love to know what is marriage material because I think that kind of falls on the same plight of, you know, dressing for the man, dressing who you want to be with. Um, referring to another woman if she's marriage material or not is so stupid to me and y'all really need to stop. Because a lot of y'all ain't even marriage material. And a lot of the niggas y'all pick ain't even marriage material. Let's get that clear. Y'all got to stop with that bullshit because a lot of y'all are lost. <laughs> As am I, because I'm a little lost too sometimes. As am I, but y'all just got to get that together. And that's all I really wanted to, you know, really say with that. Um, I'm not going to, you know, keep going on forever and ever and bore anybody to tears. <laughs> but um, I just want to say, like I said, I definitely want to address women with you know, pick me issues, pick me problems, just things that they do. I just wanted to uh, come to the forefront and be honest about this. Be honest about women who, like I said, especially, I guess I'm talking to a lot of black women, you know, when you just do certain things, like I said, for the appeal of a man and stuff like that. To me, y'all look hella stupid, hella crazy. Y'all got to do better. Y'all really do. I understand, like I said, I understand y'all have young sons, brothers, cousins, whatever, but y'all still can 
you know, rep yourselves as a woman and still be supportive of a man without trying to big him up and diminishing other women for the sake of it. And I really hope that what I said today reaches out to most of you and you say, okay, I've listened to this. I understand what Carrie said. I'm going to apply a change and I'm going to do so much better because I believe in you ladies. I truly do. I support women wholeheartedly. My from my mom and my grandmother, who was such a beautiful woman, and may she rest in peace. And even you know my aunts and stuff like that. I have you know beautiful aunts and you know you know cousins and you know things of that nature. I just want women to, and especially black women, to realize who they are. And um, like I said, not for the sake of a man. So I hope I did you know get through to y'all and i hope i didn't ruin your favorite film love and basketball like i said it's still a great film just wish the message was uh projected a bit better (laughs) not so much pick me because monica you was a pick me bitch um but yeah that's what i just hoping i had so much fun having this conversation and i'm gonna have so many more conversations this is just episode one like i said i don't want to be too long-winded but uh yeah so stop being pick me's if y'all have any questions, concerns, comments, you could definitely hit me up on Carrie Clark 92 at gmail.com. You know, just give me your thoughts. Give me your opinions. Give me topics you want me to talk about next. I definitely am going to read all of them. I mean, well, I probably will try to. I'm a Scorpio. Y'all be patient. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to, you know, I'm definitely going to read things. And I'm definitely going to be there for you guys. I cannot wait to embark on this journey and you guys to embark on it with me. We're going to have so much fun. You don't have to be rude. (laughs) All right. Let's do this together, y'all. I can't wait to hear from you next.